What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And this is Motivation Monday, where we are here to answer your questions, have some real talks about life and fitness, and get you fired up for the week. I don't think I've ever read a little description there, but I like that. So we're going to roll with it. And as always, if you are new here, we like to kick it off with a quote that we both found impactful and discovered this week. You know, quotes are such great little mantras and keys and tools you can have in your toolbox to you know get through the week or even just change your mindset so i'm going to kick this off because i have a pretty fun one i was listening to a motivational video as i've been doing a lot lately as i'm sure the people listening the last few weeks have seen but as you can see i'm getting a lot of actionable cues i've been implementing to change my mindset and to help me you know strengthen in situations and this one really stuck with me so i believe it was eric thomas um you know i'm sorry if it wasn't um but it was one of those awesome motivational speakers and they said shut up about your dream instead go out and put the work to achieve it and like this one's a little bit harsh right like you know i do think if you have a big dream there's no harm in saying it expressing it and mentioning it so much that you know you can really begin to manifest it and really believe in it i think that's so important what i don't like is hearing i'm gonna do this eventually or one day i want to or i plan to it's like listen if you want to get something done, you got to start taking the actions and the steps to make it happen, right? I get it's really awesome and appealing and sexy to have some big massive dream that you almost use as an excuse to put off putting in the work to get closer towards that right i do think it's awesome when people say these things but also we need to actually do that work right like if i say hey one day i'm going to be mr olympia you know but i haven't even gone to the gym yet you'd look at me and be like come on man and i find people do this in a myriad of different ways and this is where sometimes we need to ask yourself you know am i spending too much time you know idealizing the perfect situation to get started to you know get this achievement to get after it or am I putting off you know a great example I see with a lot of people especially teenagers you know there will be such an attitude of I want to go to school and I want to get this incredible high-paying job even recently they did a study where you know like people that were leaving uh, university and estimating their salary leaving the workplace I think they had it is it they had it like they thought they'd be getting about five times more than what they actually get on average and mm. it's just like a natural tendency right but just the same you know if you say hey I want to be a millionaire but you're you know you have too much of an ego to even go get a job at a fast food joint or a superstore or whatever it is you know that's not really matching that goal sometimes you got to go through that dirt go through that grind to get after it right even if you want to be a really strong person you got to learn the basics so i i just like this idea and i do really believe like i said in vocalizing your dream but i think it's really important we don't use a big scary dream as an excuse to do that small thing Man, that's so well said. And you know what's funny is uh, I don't we don't even look at each other's quotes, but it just seems like our quotes sometimes go hand in hand. And I think a lot of it just comes from kind of listening to the same type of stuff. Um, but it's it's cool because even mine was, is kind of in a way similar. Like essentially, just you got to put in the work. And honestly, if you put in the work, like it just it, it goes such a long way. And that's why uh, my quote is quite simple here. But I sent it to Josh the other day. I don't remember which motive. I was listening to one as well. Maybe it was the same one, but. Um, it basically just said the best way to predict your future is to create it. And I think it's just so powerful because, you know, I genuinely feel like we are in complete control of absolutely everything. And I think a lot of times we kind of, you know, just, we're not sure exactly where the future is going to take us. And, you know, whether it's five, like I love when people have five-year plans and, you know, I know that is quite far, but I do believe that like whatever it is that we do want to accomplish, like a certain time from, from time frame from now, whether it's a month, a year, a decade, whatever it is, like we can just go out and do it. We can start to take those steps 
steps and like, you know, whether you want to start a business, whether you want to, you know, try to, you know, just level up your job or like build an incredible physique or just like build all these great relationships, like whatever it is, like you start to take those steps towards that. I do truly believe like we can, we can accomplish it. We just have to create it. But I think where it gets tough is a lot of times kind of similar to what Josh was talking about, like with the dream and stuff is like a lot of people just kind of sit back and just like chill and just like wait for everything to unfold and like be kind of, I guess you could say reactive, you know, not in the driver's seat. You're kind of in the passenger seat there. And then, you know, when your life gets built around you, you're like, what the heck? Like, why don't I have this? And why is it like that? But, you know, we start to look forward and, you know, that's something that I'm actively trying to do. But yeah, just, you know, the quote that was on the top of my head, I'm like, man, like everything I do now, you know, it's just, um, I remember seeing something in the past, like, you know, 10 years from now, everything that kind of, it was in it. It was in a sexier way, but it was just like everything will take place based off of the actions you take now. And I was like, man, that is so powerful. Um, so it was just something that I wanted to share with you guys today. 110%, right? We we like coming back to these things and often quotes will match because we so passionately believe in them. And there is a lot of overlap, right? A lot of these small things are fundamentals that can apply to any aspect of fitness, health, happiness, self-growth, any of these different components. And that's why we are really happy to bring them up. Next up. You know, once again, if you're new, we like to just jump into some thoughts throughout the week because obviously we're spending a lot of time learning, growing, and just getting after it ourselves. So we have some really cool ones. And one of the first things I love was, uh, you know, this individual I've been listening to a lot, uh, Alex Hermosi. He's got some really great kind of tips on mindset and business and things like that, which has been really cool. And he was speaking about like three components of what makes someone successful. And I, uh, the first two, I forget what they were, but the third one, and he said, you know, in his opinion, it's one of the biggest one. And one I truly, truly believe in is well is that delayed gratification is one of the biggest skills to being successful so when we're talking delayed gratification it's very often limiting perhaps you know what you want to do now for a better result later right you know you hear this time and time again and most people you know if you say hey i'll give you 10 bucks now or 20 dollars in a month you know most people are going to take that money now right we want things now we want to be excited we want to see results we want to you know we want everything now it's just how it is but you know to be successful if you think about it in fitness if you want to build an amazing body it's not about you know doing the quick and easy thing and having that extra scoop of ice cream and skipping workouts instead you got to put in that constant work and you know spend that time make that sacrifice of getting to the gym eating the good foods learning challenging yourself growing and that's how you build that skill of an amazing physique just the same if you want to save up a ton of money you got to be able to you know put off a few things and save and really look long term and look and uh, you know kind of have that mindset of towards the future and that's where the this is like like a muscle you know the more you can delay quick gratification for a better result um you know the better off you'll be for it and you know if you work on this muscle in all aspects of your life goes a long way you know we always like the example of sleeping in it's really easy and it's quick gratification to sleep in the morning you know to hit that snooze button but what you're actually going to do is end up hurting yourself and another video i really liked where this one dude he's a beast you know he's all about mindset as well this guy bedros he said he never ever sleeps in even saturday and sunday and for me like sunday would be the one day i did like sleeping in a little bit but it's true i found it really kind of messed up with my rhythms uh what are they called again circadian rhythms. circadian rhythms i don't know why i always forget that word but you know when you think about it as i mentioned before when you go to bed at a consistent time you have a consistent wake-up time it's very natural for your body you can kind of regulate and play with that exact wake-up time to see where you feel the most rested where you feel the best and i find you know the more i do this i actually end up waking up a little bit before my alarm like a minute or two which is a great feeling because it's a really nice way to hop out i can regulate the amount of sleep i can get 
I can control how I feel. You know, and even he said how, like, why would he do that and mess himself up? Because when he sleeps in, he might stay up, you know, doing all these different things, especially on the weekend. People like to let loose, quote unquote, a little bit more and have, you know, some more drinks, overeat, all these different things. But very often that can put you in a hole that you're battling to get out the rest of the week. And it puts you in this vicious cycle of get ahead, fall behind, get ahead, fall behind, right? Whereas instead, if you can say no, I'm not going to smash news and so I'm going to get up. Every time I do, I feel better, right? Like I take my dog on a walk, I get all my stuff done, get ahead, I get to enjoy the morning. And that's that. That's me delaying that quick gratification of hitting snooze to know I'll be in a better place and in a better mindset. And I just thought that was totally awesome. So those are two things I really, really liked. Uh, what do you got, Kyle? Yeah, man, that's uh, that's so well said. And, um, you know, I think it kind of ties in once again a little bit with what I had, um, you know, delayed gratification, so powerful. But, you know, one thing I was thinking is like we talk a lot about habits and like I'm just obviously truly such a believer in it just being one of the most important things um, for just overall success. And what I was thinking about is like a lot of times I'll say no to something specifically just because I notice that I could potentially be building a habit, right? You know, I do something two weeks in a row that may not be as beneficial for myself, you know, or a couple times in a row. And, you know, I think that's where a lot of people, I think once we're in tune with like what's going on and how their habits are created and everything like that, you just kind of start to realize like there's so many positive habits. If I'm like, if I'm starting to see myself go to the gym more, just, you know, wake up and do that walk every single day. I'm like, okay, cool. I got to keep this going. But when I start to realize that there's something that may not be as beneficial for me personally, like, I just don't like having, uh, not having control over something, right? Especially because about half of the decisions we make in each day are just essentially habit based. And, uh, you know, just we're not really thinking about it when you realize that, like, you know, we could literally be doing 10 to 15 things negative that, uh, aren't, be- aren't benefiting us. But, you know, I'll use an example, like, you know, even just there was a time where, you know, we would stop and get donuts. Just whenever we'd go to this coffee shop, we would stop and get donuts, right? I'm, I'm cool with it. I can fit into my calories. Like, it is what it is. But for me, it's making that decision to be able to say, Hey, I want a donut today. I'm going to work it in. Cool. But if every single time I drive past that donut shop and I feel the need to to just stop and do it, I say, you know what? Okay, we got to take a step back. And even just we're like, hey, we're not going to get these anymore because we just can't keep building this habit, right? It's not something that's going to kill us. It's not something that's going to, you know, just necessarily hurt. Like we can fit it in and that's cool. Like having a donut, that's fine. But it's just a simple act of something having complete control over you. And when you start to realize, hey, every single time you go down this route, you end up having this one fast food place or you end up having this one thing or you end up skipping your workouts because of this, this, this. And you start to realize and start to say no to, you know, maybe even if someone says, Hey, you want to go out and, you know, do something just that's not as great for your health and say, you know what, I'd like to do it. But right now I just, I want to break that habit. I don't want to allow myself to just not have that control to be able to think in the future. And yeah, I just find myself saying no to a lot of things, not because it's like the worst thing in the world, but because it's like, Hey, no, I don't want this to build into a habit. And I feel like that's, what's helped me stay within this healthy lifestyle for the better part of the last 10 years. And uh, just something I wanted to share with you guys today. Trouble sleeping? If so, you're not alone. I'm Ashley Lambert, host of the Fairy Sleepy Podcast, where you fall asleep fast to short stories and meditations and delta wave music. You might not even make it through the entire episode before you drift off to sleep. Fairy Sleepy, fall asleep fast. Good night. 
Yeah, and these are things you can see we're still working on and understanding. And, you know, the more you can do these things, like I said, it's like a muscle. You know, we, we work our muscles to get better, but we also need to be working on our mind and our understanding and our habits, as we mentioned, you know, with discipline over motivation. And it goes such a long way. And there's a reason a ton of highly successful individuals say, you know, one of the greatest skills is to be able to say no, you know, and to just be aware of these things. Like, it just, it goes such a long way. And, you know, one of the, another thought I have, we both have two more awesome thoughts. So this is a treat. This is a great episode today because we're actually we had a lot of really really cool things on our mind and i was listening to an audiobook and they were mentioning too just the importance of cliches and how easy it is to overlook those cliches and to think you're above them and the example they used was the concept of eating more vegetables to feel healthier feel more full and get leaner right um but it's so easy to think ah yeah, it's cliche like i i should eat more veggies but i'm not going to or i know i should drink more water i hear that from people all the time right and it's like listen you got to do something about it and like you can get away with not doing it or i really should fix my sleep like these are all things we know are so powerful but we need to make a point to actually get after so if you're listening to this right now i'm going to call you out i'm going to challenge you you know do you need to either you know start eating more vegetables focus on your sleep drink more water or start tracking and you know keeping account of your calories and your weigh-ins in the morning you know one of those four i'm sure there's something we can all improve on i want everyone to really lean into them because when you do those things it can change everything and you can realize wow there's a reason people say this so much because it is indeed powerful man that is so well said man we got some really good fire here so i'm hoping a lot of you guys are taking some notes and uh, taking some things obviously we want everything to be actionable as well for the most part or even just some things to reflect on right that's the that's the biggest thing about this is uh you know just the reflection side of things and learning a lot of legit stuff um so one thing that you know it was crazy actually we uh josh would mention to me and he pulled it up and he was just like uh it's just it's pretty wild so starbucks had shared like you know just a bunch of different uh cool lower calorie options right um we it was funny because we were actually just getting the shaking oat espresso um which you know has cinnamon in it it's, it's so good it's like just over 100 calories i think and uh it's a nice little treat on a hot day right so you know for us but anyways basically the graphic was like five or six different you know low calorie 100 calorie options for the drinks and uh you know what's wild to me is just the fact that there were so many people talking negatively, sharing tweets. Like I don't even remember what platform it was on, but I just think it was more so. They comments. shared it to Instagram. So, yeah, they shared it to Instagram, and it's just there's. It's crazy to me the fact that there's so many negative comments just about people wanting to keep take care of their health essentially, right? To you know want to use their calories elsewhere and start to you know fill themselves up with like actual food and stuff like that. And like I just think it's pretty wild, um, especially because last week I was sharing the uh, stat that you know roughly we're on track for let's say around a 50% obesity rate by I think it was 2025 when I said that and you know once again this isn't something that's necessarily gonna you know take someone out like the Starbucks drinks and everything but the main thing that I wanted to mention is just the fact that there's so much like negativity involved around that and I just think it's like pretty crazy that uh, you know just that that there's that stuff going on and you know the biggest comment and the best um, response that I saw someone actually made so there's a lot of negative and then a lot of positive in like a different thread that um, we came across and it said, I went to Starbucks with a friend and I asked for what I thought was a low-cal coffee and it turned out to be around 600 calories. I'd much prefer to eat my calories in satisfying, nutrient-packed, yummy meals than drink them in coffee. Making nutrient facts public is not diet culture. It's allowing people to make informed decisions about what to get if they want to. And I thought that like perfectly described exactly what I was thinking. And I just, once again, it's like being able to actually take care of your, your health. Like we had mentioned, um, uh, you know, what was it? I said self 
self-discipline is self-love. And I think that's so important because so many people are saying, oh, people should be able to have whatever they want. Like, you know, just like, you know, like you're keeping track of your calories. Like there's so much like negative stuff involved, but I truly believe when you take care of yourself and when, you know, you actually make the decisions that are impacting you positively and there's nothing wrong. If you're, if you want to go to dinner and say, Hey, could I look at the nutrition information? Hey, if I want to, you know, get some extra protein, what can I have here? You know, if you happen to turn down a, a drink or turn down something, people like just look at you like you're crazy. But if you just want to actually make informed decisions and do what you want to do, you know, just don't let those types of people impact you, especially because I know there's so many people who hate on the diet culture, who hate on people who want to lose some body fat and, you know, keep track of their nutrition and make good decisions. A lot of it comes from insecurity of other people from my personal viewpoint and seeing the way that they react. So yeah, it kind of just like got me a little bit stirred up there. I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe this is going around. So I just wanted to mention that and, uh, you know, hopefully that was helpful for someone. Yeah. Even what's awesome here, like where we're at, uh, you know, they need to put, if it's a chain, the calories on the boards of what you order. And it's so helpful, like having that information. Like I think giving people the resource is such a big thing. And I think that's why even having a plan and having options, I was happy to see Starbucks shared this, you know, and right now it is really trendy to hate diet culture, which is tough. And, you know, there's a lot of talk. And I think there's, I've always said, it's very important to always love yourself no matter where you are. But I think, as I mentioned too, like self-discipline very often is self-love, right? Like I said, like, you know, if I just lived purely onto like what I wanted to do, it would not be a very strong life, right? Like you'd be in a pretty dangerous situation pretty quick, right? Like, you know, if you just started eating whatever you want, staying up as late as you want, doing whatever you want, being wherever you want, putting in your body, whatever you want, like would not not do well, right? Instead, you need to kind of have that discipline and structure and discipline and structure can be freeing too. Like when you have a plan, you have a schedule, when you know you're growing and you're not going the wrong way, like there's no worse feeling than being like, oh, you know, things aren't clicking, it's not coming together. And that's where, you know, things like this are good. And I think you can definitely, like I said, look at yourself and say, I love myself how I am. I'm an awesome person, but I want to improve in this area. I want to lose a bit of weight so I feel better and, you know, just everything operates better. I want to get stronger. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's definitely, interesting to see too just how quick people are to to hate on these things but you know those are our thoughts a few more today but we're pretty excited this week so hopefully you did enjoy that you know if you do enjoy this please just take two seconds to leave us a review before we continue on with the episode you can even do it while you're listening on spotify you just click the stars i don't think you can write just yet um and like another cool thought too is uh you know we applied to be a featured podcast on spotify and like the actual spotify team has to listen through it and like you know like like our podcast enough to make it one they recommend and share as an editor's pick and they did so really cool if you found us from that you know welcome really happy you did we hope we can provide you a ton of value and help you become your fittest healthiest and happiest self um and then yeah if you listen on itunes you can actually click a star rating and drop a comment you know it really does help us get out to more people and you know if you've already done that and you're like hey i still want to help just share an episode with a friend text it to them share it on your twitter whatever social media you use i know there's so many awesome ones now uh your instagram story it really does mean a lot so who's the client shout out this week yeah so this week we have my awesome client victor and uh you know i've got a spreadsheet in front of me you know we always say data is key and what's amazing is like i can look at this and see so much information you know even just like sharing it with some of our friends and everything like it's just it's so powerful when i like i just i'm such a believer in all this stuff and just the systems being able to look at everything week to week but you know long story short is uh in his summary tab he's down in the first eight weeks 21.2 pounds 5.5 inches from the waist 
um, you know, two from the hips, one from the quads, one from the calves, like about 15 inches, I believe, all in all, which is really cool. Um, and he signed up with his wonderful wife, Annabelle, and she's doing absolutely phenomenal as well. But you can see on Instagram, we had shared his transformation and we are just getting started. This is phase one. And I always say phase two, phase three are going to be the most epic ones as well. But even just like when it comes down to it, um, his biggest tips, and that's what we like to do is share the transformations, what has helped them um, just the best that they can. So the biggest and best thing here was he said, um, number one, what, by the way, when we ask for these tips, we say, Hey, you know, Victor, just looking to get some tips from you. What's helped you the most. And, uh, so that way you can help other people. He said, having a coach by my side has helped out tremendously. The results are, are the proof versus not having a coach and trying to do it all my own. And like, I really wanted to like, the biggest thing is a lot of times people say, Hey, I'm going to try myself. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to see if this works. But once again, like you can try things over and over and over again. And I was listening to, you know, the gentleman that Josh, um, brought up I was listening to one of his podcasts today and he was saying like when you find something that works and you keep doing it keep doing it and I know I talked about this recently but you know and a lot of times people will find something that doesn't work and then they keep doing it and then it doesn't work and they wonder why the heck isn't this working so I just want to share that with like just it's like this most simple strategy to just like getting overall success whether it's fitness whether it's relationships like you know just business-wise, career-related. Another thing he said was asking lots of questions to my coach, being honest with him and having good communication. So once again, we do weekly check-ins. We have like an app called Telegram where we text back and forth and everything like that. So lots of lots of cool things. And his tips are so great, even just focusing on the end results. I want to make sure to see myself winning the marathon. It's not a race. I don't have to win. I just have to finish. And you know, once again, it's absolutely incredible to see these results. I truly believe, as I was saying earlier, like you can predict your future just from taking action. Like you can do so many incredible things and that's why today we did want to open up three spots for anyone who's just feeling ready like if you're feeling like hey and this is where victor was at 245 pounds not feeling the best you know just feel like felt like he wanted some more self-esteem boost some more confidence and stuff like that if you're just looking for that extra push and someone who can say hey here's what you need to do here's what you're going to follow and you're going to get guaranteed results then send us a message just send us a message with the keywords i'm ready we will help you through nutrition through training through lifestyle changes as well as accountability we genuinely care. We have the best coaching on the market. I can guarantee that. And we're looking forward to helping you out. So send us that message. Great job, Victor. Let's keep crushing it. And we're looking forward to helping three of you awesome people. And this is a huge point of the podcast you want to be tuning into. And it's really important why you also follow us on our Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, because these are people that have done it. These are people just like you, a lot of them who started as listeners, who wanted to see change, who wanted to grow and you know achieve their goal. And this is some of their biggest tips to doing it and I, even I love doing this because everyone's psychology and situation is different right and we can always take and learn from these people's experiences because they too were stuck they found a solution to get it done obviously coaching is a big part of that and this is your opportunity to get going by dming i'm ready to us on at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t what's the first question on the mailbag kyle yeah so i got this question from uh, one of my awesome clients and it was kind of along the lines of just like you know how can i deal with the fact that i'm not as strong as i used to be right so he'd gone through some things and uh you know the biggest thing is we're trying to get him back to, you know, where he used to be. And he even said like, you know, it can bother me day to day. You know, I don't want it to be like that. So 
you know, and I, I can get, I can relate to this. I can get that. Like, there's just a lot of times where people are just in different situations, right? So one of my biggest tips for like someone who kind of struggles with, it's kind of the comparison trap, right? So there's comparison versus other people. And then there's comparison versus yourself. And I do believe it's, it's good to be able to look at yourself and say, Hey, let's dial this in. Like if you were someone who just got super lazy, you know, you stopped working out, Hey, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Holy, like I, like you have to be honest with yourself. And I talk about that a lot, but this gentleman's situation was truthfully uncontrollable. And what I wanted to talk about is like, just being easy on yourself. So there's like the start that there's a side of me that's like, Hey, you know, you got to dial this in. You got to look at yourself and be like, Hey, you were lazy. Like we got to do this. And then there's the other side that, you know, in, in this situation where it just, you know, things happen, you gotta say, Hey, listen, it wasn't my fault. Be okay with it. And realize it was uncontrollable. The biggest thing is that you're going to be back in no time. And that's where I think a lot of people are like kind of get stuck within like taking breaks and and whatnot. And it's just, you have muscle memory, like it is a real thing. And for, you know, for you, for example, if you're looking to get back into it, strength wise, cardio wise, like whatever muscle wise, your body's going to remember, it's going to start to adapt pretty easily. It's going to take some time. You're going to be pretty sore. You know, it's going to be a bit of a challenge, but like you're going to be able to get back to it. It's not like you're a fresh beginner who's just starting, like just realize that. And when you start to tell yourself, that it'll be fine. Um, and you just got to get back to it and, you know, not compare yourself to where you're at. Like the situation's completely different, but it will be a lot quicker than someone who's just starting brand new, never done compounds before. They will get like quick results just because they're like beginners. But I do believe because of, you know, just your background and the muscle memory and just the fact that you've done it over, like it will be okay. And you'll be getting back to it as well. So that's just something I wanted to share with you guys today. Have you ever felt overwhelmed trying to come up with another content idea? Maybe you have like two really good ideas that you're excited about, and then it's crickets. Hi, I'm Crystal Profit, host of the Profit Podcast, where we help you create content with confidence, whether it's a podcast, a YouTube channel, or a repurposing strategy to make your life easier. We help you create content that you are proud to put out into the world. So make sure that you listen to the Profit Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Hundred and ten percent, and like understand too. There's periods of your life where you gotta go through something, and you you get weaker, and you gotta get stronger again, right? Like it, we bounce back. I always tell people we're humans. We break and we heal, right? That's one of our wonderful, wonderful skills. You know, it's nice that like unlike uh, you know, if I break some inanimate object, it's broken until I find a mechanism to fix it at least humans very often we find our way to kind of bounce through that and you know find our way back whether you're breaking a leg or you have an injury or whatever it is right and we can learn from that and uh even for me like the most recent one was i had that hernia surgery probably three years ago so an inguinal hernia it's different than like a disc hernia like your back it's just like basically like a little genetic uh, defect where your intestines protrude through like your inguinal canal for the one i had anyhow they had to go in there cut open my ab and then stitch it up right obviously it's very painful your abs are super important for supporting you so it's pretty brutal and i was kind of knocked down and pretty weak but i prepared for it 
I knew it happened. I did everything I could to prepare for it in advance. I made sure I was lean, strong, really focused on my diet during that time too. Like if you're not able to be in the gym as much, like just spend that extra time focusing on something else, you know, devote that energy maybe to cooking or researching or learning. I know it's, it's hard and it's discouraging, but then also have that attitude that, Hey, I'll bounce back through this. What's my plan? How can I be stronger than ever? You know, even have the attitude to kind of get there for, you know, other people as well. And this also appeals to sickness. I know it's so discouraging getting sick. You know, I always tell my clients like, it's okay. It's just a week, but I know people will come back after a week and they'll be like, I lost all my muscle. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. Don't worry. But at the same time, you know, I can get serious man cold as they call it and i can just feel like i'm going to die and the world's going to end um, but it is really important to understand we get through these things like if you look back at a time where you're really sick or really injured in your head you know and you look back on it like and you can remember i'm sure in that moment it felt like the worst thing ever but you know kind of when you can have that positive attitude and have that plan you can work through it i find that really does go a long way yeah and like even just one other thing i want to add on is like also realizing that you know, a lot of us do go through different phases that are the main focus. And, you know, that's totally cool, right? Like, I'd love to be the best at absolutely everything, you know, squatting 600 and, you know, running marathons and doing like everything and just absolutely lean and shredded and everything. But, you know, just unfortunately, that's not the reality, at least right now. So like kind of realizing like, no matter what, like, let's say you're someone who does like for part of the year, you focus a bit more on cardio, you're, you're an athlete, you do maybe like a physique competition or like whatever, and your strength does take a hit, like, try to do the best you can to at least maintain it like throughout that. I know, everyone's situation will be different. I know a lot of people will gain strength while they lean out. Some people will be just less doing compounds and everything, but, you know, just kind of realizing that there are those different phases. And, you know, even if you're someone who likes to kind of bounce around and do like, you know, three months of the year, okay, I'm going to do some power building three months. I'm going to do powerlifting, kind of then maybe do some physique in the summer. That's totally cool. I know it's a bit of a different scenario than, uh, you know, than the sickness and injury and stuff like that. But, you know, just once again, this is kind of relating to like, just the thought of like, oh man, I used to squat this much and I'm not here. Like, you know, it'll be fine you'll get through it and there are sometimes other things you can focus on that'll still get you some great results so that was a really good question so thank you for asking that all right next question is i've been seeing more and more on steroids on tiktok so this is one we just kind of took from that tiktok episode we did on thursday if you haven't listened to that definitely check it out it is a killer episode some really good uh you know content in there we really try to make sure every episode is impactful so make sure you got notifications on for the podcast make sure you're subscribed to it on itunes or following it on spotify because you don't want to be missing out on everything we upload every monday and thursday at 1 a.m eastern standard time so pretty much as soon as sunday becomes monday we upload and as soon as wednesday becomes thursday uh you know that's when you can check our content because we want it to be available available for all the early riser crew that we know we got out there so anyhow so I've been seeing more and more on steroids on TikTok, people that I've never even thought would be in it. What's your take on this? Are there really that many people on it? So, you know, this is kind of like the dark side of fitness, if you will. I honestly can't say I know anything about this. I am a lifetime natural, as is Kyle. You know, we've kind of worked hard to do that. Like, in my opinion, like I've always been like I worked really hard. I started at like 180. I got jack you know i bulked out to like 240 got pretty beefy was always strong people would always be like are you on steroids are you doing this you know i just ate a lot of food put on a lot of size and it helps too that i'm like pretty tall right i think that works in my benefit and like i've worked hard i've gone to a point you know where i got pretty big and then at the same time too when you become youtube you become a a small fish in a big pool right and everyone's like oh you're not even that big like you're not as big as ronnie coleman it's like no kidding i'm not like you know i can't say i desire to either and 
you know, me and Kyle always joke too how like being super lean and super jacked or having like a super nice car, you know, like a lot of guys do these things. They're like, I'm going to impress so many girls. I'm going to be the freaking man. <laughs> and you just end up impressing other dudes, you know, like other guys at the gym and be like, bro, you got a big chest, bro. That thing is not, <laughs> like, it's pretty funny how it works, you know? So in my mind personally, like I do this for health and fitness. And I, I've thought about this too. Like I don't want to do something that is actually going to be a net negative and it's going to drive away from my ability to do that and hurt me down the line, right? Like I'm not really a fan of it in that regard. And I just think there's so many side effects like Kyle kind of gathered a list of them. I can see here. So, you know, obviously acne, premature and balding or hair loss, weight gain, mood swings, aggression, problems sleeping, uh, high blood pressure, greater chance of injuring muscles and tendons. And like even, you know, just for organs in general, I know like livers and, you know, your heart, like, you know, a lot of them because that you can cause everything to grow you can actually have you know your heart grow and like this stuff is scary to me like i just don't want to ever have to be like hooked up to a machine i don't know if anyone like if you have seen ronnie coleman he is like the biggest beast and he did a documentary recently and like he can't even walk i don't think right like i'm pretty sure he's in a wheelchair he like just does not look good for his age like and even you know we're talking to a guy in the gym we've mentioned him before he's 70 you know he's looking good he's keeping after it and i think ronnie coleman is let me find out here it's a cool documentary if you want to see it. he's yeah. only 58 like yeah it came and, from the squat so him doing 800 plus pounds like and doing all that other stuff well just probably everything too plus the, everything, the juice yeah. like it's just it's it's gonna wear on you right like it's just it's it's tough it's like you know like i don't like the term not natural because a lot of things aren't natural but it's uh it, it's my attitude towards it too especially if you're someone who's doing it for a quick fix i just i think that's a pretty significant decision and i'm not sure it's one that should be made so lightly you know for the sake of vanity right because as much as you think people you know they care how you look like i feel like people probably care less you know people care more about you know your character and your attitude and all these different things of course you know like like it does matter how you look too but i just don't think it's worth the trade-off for these things and i do truly believe you can build a wonderful magnificent strong and healthy physique just through hard work and dedication right like and you know even people that do them before actually building that base you know it's pretty obvious and they look pretty bad in my opinion you know a lot of people i remember even a lot of the steroid guys used to say in the youtube days like you shouldn't even consider unless you've been training for like five days hard and you've reached your full potential then you can have that discussion with yourself and i've always kind of been like eh, at least that makes a little more self right because most people don't even know what their natural limit is like you might have the best genetics you might be able to look exactly how you want to look and what happens you know in two years and you're like ah, i don't care for this and you've spent all this money and done damage to your body and I haven't loved the funny stories. This one guy I love watching, Pete Rubish. Dude was a beast. Like he'd lift so heavy. Is a video of him just screaming, pulling 700 pounds in his basement. But I remember I used to watch his videos because he'd be pretty open about it. And he talked about... I forget what he's taking. He's taking something and apparently he's living with his girlfriend and his poor girlfriend had bronchitis. So she was coughing a lot. And he said like, it just made him like the roid rage made him so crazy that he just lost it. And like, he, you know, screamed that her broke up with her for coughing when she had bronchitis and kicked her out. And that's when he's kind of like, okay, maybe I need to chill with this. And you know, it, it is funny hearing those things. So I don't think we're the best source in the whole world. I know people would probably debate it and say, you know, you can, do moderation this and that but i i do think it's a bit of a hole myself um that's just my opinion and those are kind of the the facts i have 
Yeah. And honestly, like every single year, it seems like there's just one high level bodybuilder just passing away. And, you know, a lot of it uh, just every year I see on Instagram, someone that I maybe used to follow or someone that's like pretty highly regarded in the industry. And a lot of it just comes from, you know, those, those addictions, like it really is an addiction and, you know, like where it's tough. Cause I, I wasn't aware of all this stuff myself. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not on TikTok really at all. Um, but my client who shared this with me and asked me, actually, she was saying like a lot of bodybuilder influencers are um, talking about their experience with them, glorifying them and talking about how they're taking the enhancements for competition, saying it's the name of the game and you can't turn pro naturally and kind of everyone's using them. Um, and a lot of like competition preps, like even just in our area, like there's just some specific people who, you know, some people sign up for their coaching packages and then they're just like, Hey, well, we got to get you on steroids. Uh, essentially it's kind of included in the package and whatnot. And even SARMs, which is like kind of like a steroid, but to like a a lesser degree from what I understand. Once again, I don't know a whole lot about this stuff. Like it just, it's kind of wild that this stuff is being like shared. And, you know, I think it's, you know, I think I respect that if people want to share like what's going on and kind of like be honest with their like, you know, we know that everyone at the high level is on it and everything, but it is tough because a lot of people are kind of, you know, especially the younger crowd seeing this type of stuff and maybe becoming a little bit more obsessed with the thought of that. But, you know, kind of similar to what Josh said, like the last thing I'll say is like, no matter what decision I make in my life, I'm always weighing out the pros and the cons. And, you know, when I had like thought about this, because, you know, we've been asked as well, like years ago, I list it out, I take a piece of paper down, I write down the pros you know, let's say start taking steroids, you know, a pro would be, okay, cool. A little bit bigger, you know, awesome. A little bit more muscle, maybe a bit more attention. And then there's a list of 15, 20 cons that like Josh had just listed out there. And it's just like, what's the benefit? You know what I mean? Like I just, for me personally, I don't believe I'll ever do something like that. And, you know, just, we like to keep it nice and natural. We like to give like a lot of great solid advice for everyday people. And uh, yeah, that's just kind of our thoughts on it. I know we haven't talked about it in a while, but you know, we're definitely not the resource for you. If you're looking to do any of that stuff, we like to keep it natural and just fully just, Hey, focus on the fundamentals. And that's kind of where we're at. And yeah, those are the thoughts. So that was a really good question. Yeah. And you know, I think it's really important just to learn how to do things right. You know, train hard, eat well, like it's amazing too, like, you know, how quickly you can change and see results. So, uh, yeah, definitely. I, it is tough. I've heard statistics that like way more people are on them than you would know. I, I just, unfortunately, like I said, this isn't my most, you know, like biggest area of expertise, but I know people have asked us to talk on it a lot. So definitely happy to bring that up and address that there today. Um, and then now we're going to jump into number three. I hear you talk a lot about breedables and a few other lunch options when eating out. What would be your top food options you can sustainably eat day to day while still taking care of your health? I'm trying to get over McDonald's and Starbucks again for quick meals. Yeah, I mean, this is honestly such a good question. And, you know, just once again, like you you can never beat a homemade meal. Just you, the, the difference between like scanning something yourself and typing like whether it's like a banana for example or like a chicken breast like putting that in yourself and knowing exactly what's going on will always be number one in terms of having a calorie deficit in terms of just losing fat in terms of everything like that but I do get it like there's just going to be situations and I think the biggest thing I know we've talked about this is being able to adapt when you're on the go right so a lot of people will look at a McDonald's you know you know meal and say oh cool you know I can get this for six or seven bucks or like whatever the price is is wherever you're at you know you look at these other options they might be somewhere around 13 to 17 dollars maybe depending on the situation but you know there's a lot of really cool options out there and like you know a couple of the ones that we could you know consistently have and still get some great results you know i know there's a lot of sub places out there depending on where you're at i know there's that jimmy john's in the states and um 
you know, just we've got uh, a bunch of different ones. Um, I forget what they're called, but even like uh, Subway, Mr. Sub, all that other stuff, even high protein sandwiches. If you think of like a nice sandwich that just, you know, once again, bread's not the enemy. I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, but there's carbs there. Definitely not a bad thing, but you know, just like a turkey sandwich. Like I've always loved lean meat. So if I'm on the go, I'm not looking for like the meatball type thing. That's like super high fat and everything, but you know, nice turkey, nice chicken, um, ham. Those have kind of been always my staples. Uh, so that's something I'd like to even just like, you know, regularly have if I'm on the go. Um, obviously the burrito bowl is like an absolute staple. I know there's like Qdoba or something like that. I've heard really good things. It's like a Mexican place that you can kind of just, you know, get some protein and everything like that. Like build your own type things are definitely good because at least you have a lot more control. Um, you know, Chipotle, as you guys know, we're probably going to have it every single day, you know, when we're in uh, Florida and for, in, um, for the winter. So I'm super excited about that. Probably 60 days in a row, but yeah, just things that you have a lot more control for me personally. And then the last thing I wanted to mention is even just like, you know, stuff like Greek food, um, shawarma, like the thing where a lot of people go wrong is they'll look at these types of things and be like, oh, cool. Like, you know, Greek food's good. Like Kyle says Greek food's good, but they don't realize like these things can be 14 to 1600 calories, like just from one go. So you really have to take a look at these things. And I just truly believe logging everything in is going to be the best bet. So you can actually have like a better approach. Um, you know, if you're not eating all day and you're having a Greek food meal, cool. Like you can get lots of protein from the screws. You can double up on the protein. Like it's a cool option. You know, they have veggies and everything, but a lot of it depends on the context, how many calories you're at, what you've had throughout the day, shawarmas we like as well. But that's another thing. Like, you know, someone will order a chicken shawarma, log it, it says 650 calories in there, but then it's 1300 because you, uh, you know, had the, uh, every single sauce available and the, all the oil and stuff like that. So they are good options, but you'd have to kind of be able to take a look at it and be like, okay, where's the oil at? What's the situation here? How many calories do I have for the day? Um, and so many more things, but there's definitely some good options like these types of things versus, you know, the classic Wendy's and Tim Hortons and McDonald's and like those chains that just, you know, serve you something so quickly that like, you know, just, you know, it's not good for you. So that's what uh, I wanted to share today. Yeah. Even spend some time, like look up chains you like and foods and search it, right? Like if you love Big Mac combo, look it up, look at the nutrition facts. And I find it's easier when you have data, you know, cause sometimes you'd be like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize there was like X, Y, Z in here, you know, like this many calories, this much fat, this little protein. But sometimes too, you look at things, you'd be like, Oh, there's actually a pretty cool option. Or I, I really do love the, this X, Y, Z option. Right. And even myself, uh, there was a really old website I used to use, so it's not really applicable anymore, but they had a ton of like macro friendly best options at every restaurant, like ideas for it. I noticed they're starting to make like TikToks about it now again, which is really, really good. But even if you just search best macro friendly, you know, quick food, you can really come up with some cool options and see what you like and you can play with things and amend it to really make it work. But the best thing is just spend some time researching the things you like and you can kind of find your staples because our staples are really center around the type of foods we enjoy and like but i know everyone does indeed like different things so that is a consideration to have as well Um, but this was a killer episode we really do hope you enjoyed it it's been great to see this podcast grow and we wouldn't be able to do that without you amazing people. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being hungry to be a fitter, healthier, and happier version of yourself. We're really happy that we are indeed able to help you do that. So if you enjoy this, as always, leave a review, share it with a friend, share it to Instagram, share it wherever you like to share things, and it will help us grow, and it means a lot. We see everyone who does it. You know, When you do it, tag us as well on Instagram, at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Thanks so much for tuning in. Peace out.